Hey Achievers, this is Maya, founder of Healthy High Achievers. Join our global community and create healthier routines to avoid burnout and feel more calm and healthy. Let's get to it. Hey Achievers, today I'm feeling honored to have Alicia Kramer on the show. Alicia is a business mindset expert. She helps business owners shift their subconscious blocks so that they can create more money and more success. Now, Alicia, I've been listening to your hypnosis audios for business success every morning for a couple of months now. So having you on the show is a real honor to be. Welcome. Thank you, Maya. I'm really looking forward to having this conversation with you. You are such a wonderful human being. And I'm excited to see what we can get into today. Yeah, absolutely. I know I have many people in my audience as well who want to start a project or a business, uh, but they're struggling with insecurities, not knowing where to start or how to grow or scared to invest money. So I'd like to dive into that business mindset and money mindset with you today. But first of all, what inspired you to focus on business success as a hypnotherapist and what even brought you to hypnotherapy? Okay. So that is actually a long story. So I'm going to do my best to condense it down. I grew up on a dairy farm. I watched my parents struggle. There were a lot of fights, arguments about money, but somehow it got conditioned into me. My mom would frequently say that she really appreciated the fact that she was her own boss. And so of course there was some contradictory programming right off the bat. When I was young, I started working at jobs. I was always very, very independent. I had my first paying job when I was 12 years old, pretty much my entire life. I've been self-sufficient supporting myself But there was this desire that really started to build up in me when I was about 18 years old. I really wanted to have my own business. I didn't want to work for someone else. This is kind of a cliche, right? A lot of people get into business because they want to be their own boss. Mm. So I started dabbling a little bit like network marketing companies and things like that. And none of that was successful, we'll say. Just like most people, I had all the wrong conditioning and my fears, my doubts, my insecurities were absolutely obstacles to me ever gaining any traction in any of those endeavors. But the dream was there. And in my early 20s, I moved from central Wisconsin in the United States out to California and I decided that's it. I'm going to start my own business. So I invested in a course with Frank Kern, and I'm going to learn how to build an online store. Now, this is back before Shopify, mind you. So there were not convenient systems. You actually decided what products you wanted to sell. You researched, you found the companies that that offered like the wholesaler, right? That offered those products and you reached out to them manually and you said, hey, can you drop ship this product for me? So here I am, I'm I think what, 21 years old and I am so motivated, right? (laughs) And still so full of 
uh, poverty consciousness and self-esteem issues and didn't have a whole lot of wisdom, um, pretty rough around the edges at that stage in my life. And I ended up spending all my money on all my credit cards, making absolutely no money and filing bankruptcy, which was absolutely devastating. So I put that all on the shelf for a little bit, but the dream would not go away. <laughs> and when I was in my mid twenties, I was out with some girlfriends having some drinks and I was physically and sexually assaulted. When I came to, I was in such a state of shock, such a state of fear that basically my whole life came to a screeching halt. And that is actually the catalyst for me to really learn these modalities that I do with my clients to this day. So I went to a hypnotherapist, I went to an EFT practitioner, I went to a whole bunch of different types of energy workers, and I really, really, really went deep into my personal development and spiritual healing journey. To say that it was transformational really is an understatement. And it wasn't like an overnight thing. It was just the very beginning of pulling myself out of this, this really dark place. And then progressively working on all of these very limited beliefs that I had and these self-esteem issues. There were um, points early on when I was starting my business where I was so uncomfortable I didn't want people to take photos of me, you know, just really wrestling with a lot of those insecurities. When I started to really feel more confident and empowered, that's when like the, and I'm sure you and a lot of your listeners can relate to that. When you have some type of transformational experience, you want to share it with everyone. You just want to like scream it from the mountains. It's like, I've got something that can help you. And that's where I was at. So I started this little EFT practice back in 2006. And I actually had a fair number of clients, but I still did not have the right mindset to create a successful business. And so I ended up getting a job managing a cell phone store to pay the bills, which again, felt like a huge setback to me. Well, Surprise, surprise, I'm 28 years old. I find out that I'm pregnant. Completely nothing that I had ever planned. <laughs> and so now I'm sitting in this cell phone store one day and I'm thinking to myself, I cannot send this baby off to some stranger daycare somewhere where someone else is basically going to be raising my child while I'm sitting here at this job that I hate. Mm. And that's when I made that big shift. It really was, you know, people talk about the importance of making a decision. We all are faced with that. And for me, that was a decision point where I recognize I've got to get business right this time. And so I launched back into deep research mode and heavy mindset work. And I got my certification from HMI, which is a national nationally accredited college of hypnotherapy. And I became a certified hypnotherapist. And so here I am 2010, I've got a brand new baby who's only a few months old and I'm opening my hypnotherapy practice. And, um, there was a lot of mindset work that I had to do in those early stages, but I'll tell you what, what I began to notice was 
the clients that were coming in to my practice that were business owners, I would get so excited. I would get so passionate. There were kindred spirits. There I was, right? Finally, finally, a real business owner with a real brick and mortar business finally had money flowing in, although not a lot, but still, you know, certainly an improvement over where I was. And these business owners that were coming in for quitting smoking or confidence issues or public speaking or whatever it was, those were the ones that I was getting so excited about. Not that I didn't love my clients that were coming in for other stuff too, but there was something special about that. And that's when I started to pivot. And I actually decided that I want, I didn't want to be confined to a small little office in a small mm -hmm. little town. And so I decided to become an international business and mindset coach. And hypnosis was obviously a big part of what I did and still do to this day. And like I said, it is a long story. I tried to keep it short, but that kind of answers both of your questions there about mm. this journey to get to where I am today. Yeah. And I love that you gave the full, still a summarized story, but still the full story because others might've just started with talking about when you were 28, right. And that moment where you shifted, but no, you started talking about when you were 21, you know, or even before that. And it feels so empowering for me to hear um, that your whole 20s, you were kind of searching your way to entrepreneurship. And then you decided to do it when you were pregnant. You know, most people would would have thought, oh, you know, maybe I need to stay at this phone shop because it's stability and it's a monthly salary. And you were like, no, I'm going to do this certification for hypnotherapy and I'm going to start my business as I'm having this baby. So how did you tap into that power at that moment of I am going to do this and there is going to be money to take care of me and this little human being I'm bringing to the earth? Well, that comes right down to our values, our core values. A lot of people are talking about identifying your why. And the reality is we all have our reasons for why we feel inspired or compelled or called to do what it is that we feel in our heart would make us happy, right? But a lot of people are justifying to themselves why they can't, why they shouldn't, why it's not safe, it doesn't make sense, it won't work. And it's not until we really are at a point where we are sort of in conflict with our values that we're willing to even step outside of that fear and be confident and courageous enough to say, I don't know if I can do this, but I have to. And for me, the thought of someone like handing my, my new baby off to someone else, that was not acceptable to me. And that was the only option that was in my mind is if I stay in this position, that is essentially what I'm going to have to do. I'm not going to be able to mm. raise my child the way that I want to working 10 to 12 hours a week or 10 to 12 hours a day. Um, and so the desire became stronger than the fear. And my why became very, very clear. And I always say that we have to get really clear 
on that core value on that why, if you want to refer to it as that, because that becomes like our life raft when things get really rocky and really bumpy. And I promise you they will, because that is just the way that things unfold in this journey into the unknown territory, because we don't have a frame of reference for those things in our subconscious mind. And we're going to bump up against our fears, our doubts, our insecurities, and our old limiting beliefs. And when that happens, it's scary and it creates resistance. And we begin to self-sabotage and we do all sorts of wacky stuff, not to mention that the business journey it's gonna come with some learning curves. And a lot of things are not absolutes. If we even look at something as simple as how marketing platforms change constantly, rapidly. Back when I was starting my first business, back in early, two, early 2000s, 2001-ish, back then, the way to grow your business, you could buy pay-per-click ads for super, super, super cheap, pennies on the dollar. You would get your link to your website all over other people's blogs, other people's websites. It was called link sharing. You did it. And that is what drove traffic to your website. Well, those things are still relevant today, but drastically different than they were then. And now you look at platforms, social media platforms, all of these different types of marketing, things are always changing. And that's why I say it's not absolute. You've got to be able to weather the storm. Mm. And that's why it's so important to get really, really clear with yourself on if I don't do this, am I going to be okay with that? And if the answer is no, and you really feel that in your heart, well, now that becomes that, that life raft for you when there is turbulence. Mm. Yeah. And really staying in touch with yourself, right? Staying aligned with yourself. Because when you jump into that business world, like you said, there is a learning curve. And I can say like my why was, okay, I want to live in Peru but I want to have enough money to go back to Belgium once a year and to travel to a new country as well, you know, not only go back to my hometown, but also explore new places. So I said, I can't do this on a local Peruvian salary. I need more. I need dollars and euros and like a European salary. So that was a big drive for me to, like you said, there is no other option in my mind. I need this because I need to see my family and I need to balance these two homes that have a place in my heart and be able to go back and forth. So then you jump into that business world and you must know the feels. Okay, where do I start, right? I need a website and I need to be active on Instagram and I need to do this and that. And you get lost in this jungle and then you start working with a business coach. I know I entered a program with a business coach and then they say, no, you need to think big. You need to think you'll be able to make 10K a month, you know? And I'm like, okay, 10K a month. I didn't even have a hundred, you know? <laughs> I didn't have anything. And so, I was like, okay, okay, I can think big. I was reading books about thinking big. I was trying to challenge my mindset, but the leap was so big. You know, the leap from where I was to where all these business coaches say that you should aim for the stars basically was so there was such a huge gap mm -hmm. and then also like that is one thing and then the second thing is the way some say like hey this is how you should get clients for example 
oh, you have to create a bunch of reels and be very active on Instagram and DM a bunch of people and then offer a free discovery call to everyone. <laughs> that did not work for me because it didn't feel good to me. If I listen to my own, the way I function naturally, I barely share anything. But I started sharing a bunch of, I was like, I need to take a selfie now. <laughs> I wasn't the kind of person who would even take pictures of myself. So I had to really push and do it in a way that was not aligned. So that was part of my learning curve, I must say, to not get lost in that jungle of advice. So I'm that sure that many clients. such a common thing. I've been, yeah. I've been preaching on this for over a decade that you have to keep tuning into your own alignment. And there is a distinction between when we are feeling guidance to do the thing that's a little outside of our comfort zone. And what's happening is we're bumping up against fears and doubts and insecurities that need to be cleaned up. That is different than doing something that is just simply not congruent with who you are. And there's this scarcity mindset that a lot of people really have sort of at their foundation, at their core, which is, well, I don't know and I don't have, and therefore, if they're right, and I'm not doing it, then I'm going to miss out. I'm not going to have what I want. And this is where you see people getting so lost, because they're looking to everyone else as though they somehow know better for them than they themselves can feel with their own inner guidance. Mm. And if you're objective, you can see that there are so many people building successful businesses in their own very unique way. And so there is no one size fits all. It comes down to our energetic alignment. One of the first principles that I teach new clients and many clients that come to me already have some understanding of the law of attraction and they sort of conceptually get that this, you know, this is a real real factor in how things play out in their lives, but they have such a superficial understanding of it. They really don't understand the, the depth of these universal laws, like the law of vibration. And so that becomes sort of a fundamental principle that has to be learned so that you can begin to see more objectively is what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling actually moving me in the right direction, or is it actually hurting me? And when people are pushing against their resistance, when they're trying to use affirmations that they don't believe in, mm -hmm. or they're trying to do a technique that feels very out of alignment and incongruent with them, the vibration that they're actually in and emitting is not only adversely affecting their mindset, but it is adversely affecting what they are able to draw in, in terms of circumstances and events and ideas and inspiration and things like that. So can you see then how contradictory it is to be in pursuit of something that feels wrong with the belief and expectation that somehow I'm going to do all these things that feel really bad and really wrong. And then I'm going to have a happily ever after it's not a vibrational match. Yeah. And so 
you've got to be honest with yourself. Is that really what you want? Is that how you want to live your life? Is that the type of business that you want to create for yourself? What if there's a better option? What if that option means being congruent with myself, being more in alignment with my heart's desires, creating a business that actually feels good to me? Doesn't mean that there's not going to be challenges along the way, but there's a distinct difference between feeling like you're always pushing and hustling and grinding and it's exhausting and it's emotionally just beating you down and you're really just uncomfortable all of the time. And then when you have the little wins, you don't even enjoy them because you're not even a vibrational match to enjoying high vibrational feelings. I see this with clients all the time. People who are by other people's standards, fairly successful, right? They have the million dollar launch. They have the you know, fancy car in the big house and the whatever. And they come to me and they're so confused. It's like, okay, I wanted this so bad, quote, bad. I wanted it so Mm. bad. What is bad vibrationally, right? And I got it and I thought I would be happy and I'm not. Well, when you understand the laws of the universe, it makes a lot of sense. What vibration were you in predominantly the whole time that you were so focused and obsessed about creating that? And then you expect that somehow magically, because you were manifesting the thing that you were visualizing and imagining and obsessing over, right? That somehow it's going to have a different emotion associated with it than the emotion that you've been associating with it for the past how many months years even. And so we've got to clean that stuff up in order to create something that really does feel meaningful and fulfilling so that when we have the successes, when we have those breakthrough moments, we actually get to enjoy those good feelings. And it's on that positive momentum trajectory instead of just another thing we check off the list in pursuit of this elusive feeling that in our heart we want but we're not allowing ourselves to be in Mm. yeah like what you're saying the journey towards that goal if you've been in a vibration of just pushing yourself and doing things you don't enjoy doing as you're trying to reach that goal well that's the vibration that's the energy you're in right so kind of focusing on what makes me feel good? You know, what kind of activities to grow my business actually makes me feel good? I love podcasting and interviewing people like you. So that's what I'm doing. I love writing blog posts. So that's what I'm doing. I love networking, right? I really love meeting people. And I, I organize these meetups here in Cusco because those are contexts that I just, it's not cold calling or DMing a person and what doesn't feel good to me. But it's really focusing on those activities and having a a balance in my day as well that feels good. Like, this is what I want to do as an entrepreneur. This is how I want to live as an entrepreneur. And something very important you said there was when you're going to say or use affirmations that you don't believe. And that is a mistake I made. Oh, boy. (laughs) Because I would learn about affirmations and manifest. I would be like, oh, right. You know, imagine the 10K, like I said. And then I switched it around. I was like, you know, if my brain doesn't believe that, then this is not going to work for me. You know, if those, I am successful. If I don't feel successful right now, I need to go somewhere more neutral, you know? So I started saying to myself, 
I am in an upward spiral. And that's something I could actually believe. Just telling myself, yes, I am in an upward spiral. You know? And everything that happened in my life, a positive reaction of a person or someone uh, incoming money, someone who paid an invoice, everything felt like a confirmation of, yes, look at this. This is an upward spiral. And only then things started kind of getting better. So apart from those affirmations and, and the, just kind of using affirmations that you would actually believe, what kind of tips do you have for, you know, starting entrepreneurs who don't have the, let's say, don't see the evidence yet in their physical world of it is happening, I am achieving success, like there's no evidence yet. There might be energies and things happening, but it's hard to stay in that energy where you don't see it yet. What would you like some tips or tricks that people could use? Even clients that I've worked with for a longer period of time still trip over the manifestational evidence mm. piece. Mm. And we have to remember that there are a lot of different factors that influence a physical manifestation but everything first starts on the energetic plane. I love to explain this in a way that people can accept regardless of what their belief structure is. If you're gonna invent something new, whatever it is, the pencil, okay? We all just know and love pencils. They're a fantastic tool, right? But somebody actually came up with that idea. And before it became a physical manifested thing, it was an idea. It was on the mental vibrational plane first and through a sequence of events that were building what I like to call momentum and creating vibrational mass, those things were occurring on sort of this unseen plane, but there was actually some evidence of it. So it was the idea first. An idea is a manifestation people have a tendency to forget that that's a really critical piece of the manifestation equation, right? Mm. The impulse to take a specific action. Sometimes it's even the actions that appear to not be getting a desired outcome. So you reach out to somebody because you feel inspired to, and it doesn't go anywhere. Well, friend, you've got to remember that you just put some positive energy into that manifestation. And that may have actually helped you to clarify, that's not actually the type of person that I want to do business with. In fact, now I'm more clear of the type of person that I want to do business with. And you just got yourself more vibrationally aligned with an important piece of your success equation. And so when we're creating businesses, many of us have all sorts of limiting beliefs that we're going to bump up against that we've got to sort of clean up along our path. And we have uh, some old patterns that maybe are not conducive to creating the success that we want that we also are going to sort of smooth out work out those those bumps along the way. But there is always energy that is being projected into that manifestation. Now, where we have to be really careful, and we just talked about this, is when you start to go into 
it's not happening fast enough. I don't see evidence of this. What if it's not working? What vibration are you now putting into your manifestations? You're slowing down the process by doing that because you're introducing an opposing vibration. You're introducing more of the vibration of it's not happening. It's not working. And so one of the things that can help, because that is something that the mind loves to do to us, right? It gets very impatient. Mm. And we are in many cases, culturally trained, oh, I need to, I need to see it before I believe it. And we know that that's not actually the way it works. Because if I needed to see the pencil before I could invent the pencil, well, I'm screwed, because mm -hmm. that's not the way the universe operates. So we have to remember that our ultimate objective is how we really essentially want to feel. Why do you want the business success? You may be telling yourself, well, I want the money. I need the money. Okay. Well, why do you want need the money? You want a feeling of security. You want a feeling of freedom. You want to feel like you're doing what your heart desires. Okay. Well, what does that actually feel like if I'm in that state, if I'm keyed in, if I'm tuned into the vibration of ultimately in my heart, what I truly want most, what does that feel like? Well, now we're actually becoming a very powerful vibrational match to the various circumstances and events and ideas that help to start to move the needle. And we begin to see more positive evidence because now we're literally a vibrational match to creating what I, what I want, but that doesn't mean that it manifests, manifests instantaneously. There are still things that the universe needs to line up for us. I like to use the example of if a woman wants to have a baby, she hopefully knows that there is a gestation period. Because if she doesn't know that there is a nine-month gestation period, she's going to be a mental, emotional, vibrational mess during that whole process of that baby developing into a healthy human being. Now, she knows that she wants that baby to be healthy. That's her heart's desire. She wants a beautiful, healthy baby to love, who's going to grow into a beautiful, healthy human being, and they're going to thrive. And so she can accept, because of her understanding of that gestation period, that certain things have to occur, and it's going to take right some time in order for that proper development. And because she has that awareness and she's made peace with the fact that there is this gestation period now she can allow those things to unfold in a more emotionally coherent healthy happy state right mm. but what we also want to remember is if a woman has a desire to have a baby and she's not hung up on that baby has to be born through my body I just want to hold and love a beautiful, healthy baby. Well, she might actually be able to manifest adopting her perfect vibrational match within weeks or months. It could happen much faster. So there are various factors that influence and affect 
our physical manifestations. And we're so busy, usually being impatient, that we're not actually allowing ourselves to be a vibrational match to what we want. And so a lot of people probably would be hoping that the answer to that question were some tip to speed up manifestation. Mm -hmm. When really the tip is to get yourself into feeling as good as you possibly can now so that it's a fun journey to create what your heart desires. It will actually happen faster that way. And the journey is going to be much more enjoyable. And isn't that essentially what you want anyway? To, to love your life, to feel good, to feel abundant, to feel blessed, regardless of what your manifestational circumstances are, and appreciating that as those improved manifestations are occurring, you're actually vibrationally resonant with those things. So instead of being the person like the, the lottery winner who goes out and they're not actually a vibrational match to it and they blow all the money and they are further in debt and worse off than they ever were before <laughs> right we want to be a vibrational match to what our heart desires so we don't sabotage it when we get it mm, and creating space for that like I'm quite an impatient person I'm quite an action taker so I was focusing on action 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 what can I do to get there right and now I'm creating more space for, for vibration, for energy, right? And getting myself into that right vibration before I do anything. Or last time I was, um, it was yesterday, I think, or the day before, I was kind of frustrated because a client canceled on me. And I was like, I was so, I was celebrating this client already. And then there was a cancellation. And then I was going to, I felt inspired to reach out to someone. I had someone in my mind. I was like, I'm going to reach out. But I was writing the email as I was feeling frustrated and I said, okay, hold on a minute. I'm not going to send this email in this energy. <laughs> I'm going to work. I'm going to do some EFT. I'm going to, I'm going to work on myself first and then I'll contact this person. Cause if not, what kind of energy am I putting out there? Right? So I'm trying to focus more on that vibrational aspect and less on the action. Cause I can, I can be very fiery, practical action focused. So, and what helped me a lot with that was your um, free hypnosis audio series that you have on your website on business success. And, you know, I have that on my computer. I use it a lot. I'm also in your, your membership, your inner game Academy. So I, I was, I'm so grateful um, for hearing you today, having you as a guest on healthy high achievers, sharing these tips for people to become healthy high achievers and to become healthy happy like you know high vibration entrepreneur and I really suggest people just go to Alicia Kramer's her website um, and just download the hypnosis series and I just wanted to give you some space to share I'm going to put your links in the show notes for sure but some last words or something you're working on right now well I actually am working on a new book it is called True Alignment and it is scheduled to come out first quarter of 2023. So that's exciting. And I'm sort of laying out the different stages that I take my clients through when we're working together on identifying those limiting beliefs, what to do to clean up the energy that is associated with 
old disempowering beliefs, fears, doubts, insecurities, emotionally charged memories, um, and how to begin that reprogramming process, which is very much that vibrational journey. And reading yourself to be so blissfully honest with yourself about what your heart desires and setting goals in your life and in your business that are actually congruent with who you really are and what you really want, because you don't want to live somebody else's life. Their life is not going to be fulfilling for you. You want to create your life in a way that makes you feel good. And that is what I will leave everyone with today. Mm, beautiful. Thank you so much, Alicia. I loved having you on the show and uh, well, take care. I'm looking forward to reading your book. Hey, Achievers, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did recording it. Please, please, please subscribe and review my podcast. It will mean the world to me. See you in the next episode.